What's going on, guys? AJ here back again, bringing you yet another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. So for those that uh, have not been aware, I'm actually putting together uh, a few new teams on the E1B2 Collective side. So if you guys understand the holding model, the holding company model that I'm that I have, I have the E1B2 Collective operating team that put, that that consists of myself, uh, a head of content, uh, a head of uh, a head of growth, a COO. And then we're probably going to get an EA. Uh, what else do we probably need? Mm, I'll pause there. And then on the other side of the spectrum, we have the six brands, right? We have um, Sonya. We're thinking about building a, a really interesting organization, kind of like a marketplace, kind of like a, a rev share Canva concept for HR. Then we have Beyond Brand. Then we have Beyond Resume. Then we have Start BX. Then we have Social Signal. Um, then we have project 2030. So we have the brands, right? And there's a bunch of different collaborators, partners, staff, employees, etc. on that side of the pond. Um, but something that I've been doing a lot of research around, um, is around creating and building high performing teams. Now I've done a lot of that work. I know a lot of that work, but as I always confess to and, and, and profess to you guys is that I believe research thoughtfully understanding and unpacking the latest and greatest tactics, tools, resources, while also, you know, spending a significant amount of time diving into the tried and true is a really good idea. So something I've been getting into that I think always came naturally for me, but now that I'm building out the team on the E1P2 collective side is something that is really tried and true for me right now. And I'm just going to read this off to you. And this is something I'm putting together as we speak. I'm when I'm putting the team together, actively putting team, the team together now, um, I allow decisions that need to be made. I allow those decisions to be made in the exact time, resource allocation, and how team members uh, allocate and manage overall kind of like operational goals, roles, etc. I will allow those things to be managed and established by the teams. All I do is I say, look, Beyond brand, this is our goal. Um, beyond resume, this is our goal. Um, Project 2030, this is our goal. Um, you know, social signal, this is our goal. Uh, you know, all the cl- startup EX, this is our goal. And from there, I say, guys, you outline exactly how much time you think we need to reach these goals. You outline what resources that you'll need that need to be allocated and how we're going to allocate those and the percentages. You let me know what team members need to be on the, inside of the organization on your side of the, uh, on your team and on your side of the pond and, and, and how they will be managed and, and, and what we can do to best manage those folks contextually to who they are. Um, you guys have the full autonomy and the skill set to put those things in place. I don't believe that organizations or me should be telling folks exactly how much time something should take, what resources should be allocated, how the team should be managed, who should be on the team. I believe that should be in the hands of the folks that I'm putting um, on the team. And I think it's that way. And I want it to be that way. And I, and I frankly like it to be that way because number one, I just believe these human beings are capable. And I think when you're creating a high performing team, you find folks that are fully capable. And then not only that, I think combining neuroscience and just common human being sense, I think when you put folks in a situation where you give them full trust and autonomy from day zero and you 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 don't react negatively when mistakes are made, 
when you are consistently curious around why they made a decision and you consistently back them up to see an inevitable decision that you may not know is correct one come true when you put them in the position of power the position of authority the, the position to be a thought leader when you put them in the again the overall structures to inevitably say look this is what i believe is best for this team aka this organization from a neuroscience level people just feel safe people just perform at a higher level people just get shit done and I think that's what we all want out of a high-performing team. And it's something that I'm just, I, I believe a lot about. And so as I'm looking at these concepts, again, it literally says decisions that are made, uh, decisions that are made about exactly how much time, resource allocation and with team members and how they'll be managed. Make sure team members are clear on assigned roles and responsibilities and goals and allow them to make up those roles, responsibilities, contextual to the goals. The team needs to understand how decisions will be made, how much control, how much influence will be shared, how it will be shared. Allow them the autonomy to make 99.9% of those of those um, understandings, commitment to be allocated, you know, commitment to allocated resources needed uh, to, to execute the job should be in the hands of your people. Unresolved, un unresolved commitment concerns include dependence and resistance. Again, that is something that needs to be structured on behalf of the team members. I just think you put everything in their hands, frankly. And when they need something, if they need something, you make sure that you have a complete, transparent, open door policy when you are willing to jump down into the into the cave with them and say, look, let's let's figure this out. What do you need from me? I think the responsibilities and, and the tasks of a manager and a leader should be to collectively identify all the team's decision points and really help them figure those things out, help them specify who will be responsible for each decision and give them the battery to put in their back. I think to review and document and communicate the responsibilities and kind of be a cheerleader, if you will, kind of be a project manager, if you will, of the team and just support them along that initiative and that mission. I think defining uh, uh, the, the and, and documenting the overall individual roles and discussing assumptions and how they'll handle assumptions, how they'll address differences and assumptions and things of that nature and allowing and, and being a facilitator of that, not telling them how they'll address those things, not telling them how they should dis discuss those things, but being a facilitator of that, of, of those assumptions, of those discussions, of those tough moments. I think getting everyone in the spot through your facilitation is a really good idea, is a really, really good idea. And, um, I think that's your job as a leader and a manager when it comes to creating these high-performing teams. So I think the punchline is this, right? The punchline is when you actually go about designing these teams, I believe everything that goes into executing and being a part of the team should be left in the team's hands. Allow them to do what they need to do. And if things are not objectively, like your only mission as a lawyer, uh, a lawyer your only mission as a leader should be to objectively look at whatever they say time, resources, how they're managed and say, look, objectively, are these goals at the highest level getting accomplished? Yes, no, maybe context. What do we need to do? And if the team isn't getting the job done, then we move on. But at the end of the day, put it in their hands. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, as a leader, recruit and find the best people that you think can do the job and put them in the position to be fully capable. Give them all the context that they need and step the fuck back. That's the punchline. Give them the context that they need. Trust that they're high performers and step the fuck back. I'm going to try to make that the title. Thanks a lot, guys.